Welcome to The Money Mavens, a podcast for the ambitious female business owner that loves money and desires to create a business and lifestyle up-level. With myself, Charlotte Balbier, multi-seven-figure brand builder, and my partner in success, Josie May, global six-figure business coach. Join us for all things business and lifestyle, combined with our strong opinions, a few naughty words, lots of fun, and a double dose of luxury. So pull up your seats at the success table with us, Charlotte and Josie, the Money Mavens. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Money Mavens. Before we get started, we just wanted to remind you that we are putting on an in-person event in January in Manchester at the gorgeous Menagerie and it's going to be fabulous, John. It is. It's all about luxury learning. So we love doing learning days, you know, training days, all those kind of things. But we're not really a bring your own pat lunch kind of Absolutely set up, not. are we? We no. like we really think it's important that when you come out of your business to work on your business, you're looked after. Mm. So we want you to come and not have to think about anything. You know, just all we want you to think about is getting expansive and thinking about connecting with other people, taking some time out, learning some new things, making some new collaborations and not worrying about all the other stuff. So we're going to take care of all of that. So there'll be gorgeous treats, there'll be lovely lunch, lovely refreshments. It's also really, intimate. Yeah, it's, it's very like... intimate. There's not going to be hundreds of people there. It's literally going to be 25 people maximum. Yeah. And we like that because what it means is you get to know every single person and get the opportunity to really connect and network. And I think open up more. I think that's what we find with those, like, that. They're, they're the size groups that we really enjoy. And I yeah. think we get much more out of it. So we're going to be doing some training about sales and strategy, but there's also going to be a lot of visioning and, you know, the, the, the mindset and spirituality side of things. You're going to go away feeling great and feeling motivated. So there's a link in the show notes to buy your ticket. It's 15th of January in Manchester City Centre. It's a Monday. It's a Monday. It's 9.30 to 4.30 or 5 o'clock, I think, yeah. 5 o'clock. And it's going to be great. It's going to be fabulous, but it's also going to, you're going to go away with actually things that you can do in your business. So it's going to have all the elements. So yeah, we'd love to see you there. So we're going to talk today about having it all. Do you really want it all? Yeah. Like, do you really want it all? And what is having it all anyway? And I think like we're programmed to think we want it all. <clears throat> Remember when you were younger, like my mum always used to say you can't have it all. She said it all the time. Yeah. But actually, well, there's I, always and something. I say, like, can't you? Like, I can. Like, yeah. you know, like when I got into like. Well, I think age. you can have it all, but it all comes. And, and I wouldn't even say a price, but you know, like, let's say you want to be married to somebody amazing. There's, there's some negatives to being married. To, not, well, not even negatives. There's some holdbacks to being married, isn't there? There's like, you've got to put with somebody else. You've got to compromise. You've got to share. share. You know, so these things can be great as well. But also, it's not as easy as just making all your own decisions. There's obviously a lot of positives that make it easy as well in things. If you want to have a super successful business, then you're going to have to have staff. You're going to have to... Um, put your time and energy into it. You're going to have to take big risks, yeah. be brave, put invest money. Yeah, and so... Time. You could have it all. You might want the body of your dreams. Nobody has the body of the dreams, eating cream cakes and sitting on the fat ass. Bollocks. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> I'm really pissed off. <laughs> yeah, you have to eat healthily and you have to exercise. And so you might enjoy eating healthy and exercising and, that, and if you do, that's great. 
but it also takes discipline and it takes so everything takes something so you can have it all but it doesn't just come and and so the question is do you want it all yeah and sometimes i think i want a great body yeah but do you want it enough well clearly not yeah because you know i just like it's so funny like when i was younger i would and i was talking about my friend came over last night and she's like i've put weight on and when i first met her um she was tiny tiny skinny skinny but she never ate we used to laugh that she moved her food just around her plate and we were like did you actually eat any of that or just move it around your plate kind of thing and she said like you should clearly and I suppose it's not funny. It was like an eating disorder of some sort. To stay slim, she could hardly eat anything. That's and like I me, s- though. You know, you've seen me oh, slimmer yeah. and bigger. What's you the difference? Go- I, I won't eat. Yeah. I, I can't eat. If I want to stay under 11 stone... Yeah. Which then is like... Charlotte will have like... F- like 400 calories meal a day. Meal replacements. Yeah. For, it's ridiculous. And, um, and that's my reality because... I can't. I, I'm physically. I just can't. Yeah. Like it's just impossible for me to stay under eleven stone unless I hardly eat an exercise load. So therefore, it's really hard to sustain. Yeah, it is hard to sustain. And she was saying that last night that she put it on, and I said, "But God, you, your life was a bit miserable then, wasn't it? You look great, but flipping heck, you know, you couldn't even eat. You couldn't even eat properly. You can't socialize as much. Yeah, and some people are maybe are lucky and still in the twenties and. <laughs> Well, no, I... Great metabolism, do you know what I mean? Or whatever, but um, it, th- there'll be some lucky people that are able to sustain a great body without it killing them. But for the majority of us, it's hard work. And then having a beautiful house. Oh, no, that's hard to maintain. It's as well. hard to maintain. <laughs> like, we'll do something in our house, we'll renovate something, and then you'll notice something else needs doing. Well, it shows it's up non- the rest of the house, doesn't it? So you get a new bathroom. Suddenly then your bedroom looks really shabby. Yeah. It didn't before. <laughs> yeah. But then you've got this brand new space and you're like, oh yeah. my God. And so that takes something. So you can have it all, but it's going to take some energy, some effort and some, I suppose, I've lost my, my, my I think my the thing word. with having it all is... We chase, don't we, and strive to have it all, whatever our well, all we is. Well, we think, we're conditioned to believe that if only I get this, everything will be better. So if only I get, and you know, like when I get, when we move house, everything will be better. When I get a boyfriend or a husband or a girlfriend or whatever, everything will be better. When I get a dog, everything will be better. When I get this dress. I have to say everything is better when you've got a dog. Yeah. <laughs> Well, unless she's chasing cyclists down the road and trying to bite their ankles. Aww. And it ain't so better then. She doesn't mean it. She's spirited. <laughs> this is my dog, Luna, who is definitely spirited. Charlotte's looking after her tomorrow, so... She's my best, eh? <laughs> um, but, you know, like, we think that... And we believe that when the business is successful, and like that might mean success changes as your business grows. So at first, for me, it was like... When I hit 10k months, like that was like that, you know, that the coaching, coaching holy grail, holy grail, my life will be amazing. And don't get me wrong, it was nice when I first did it, but it doesn't suddenly make your life, you know, everything okay. You get moment of joy, and then I'm like, okay, now I want to make 15k months, and then it keeps going. Like now I want to make a million, you know, like we're always chasing. And this, but why are we chasing? I think it's part of the human experience. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think to, to, in order to grow, we need to desire. 
Um, I suppose what we've got to be real, realistic about is though, we to desire is a good thing. It's not a bad thing, but we can't see it as the holy grail and the answer. Oh, yeah, and the answer. And it's also, like be happy where we're at. Yeah, and want more, but be really grateful for what we've got. But why is it we always want more to be something that we can consume? Like, mm. why is it always that it's the bigger house, the better car? the holiday destination where everyone's going you know like why like at the moment everybody does the same kind of holidays you're, like, you're either in the dubai camp aren't you mm. or you're in the sunny and the in our circles <laughs> in our it? circles you know like there's like sunny resort because can i just say that i've been to all of these so i am just as much consumed but then i've had a bit of a moment really sitting where i'm like why yeah why do i want to do all those Fair, things sunny is amazing. it is am- amazing I love it. I love, <laughs> love, love Sunny Resort. It's fantastic. If you would like to sponsor us, Sunny, then please yeah, do. Because we will happily. We could do the podcast from anywhere. Yeah. Um, no, but all these things are great. But it's like, why is it we're so like consumed that we've got to have all of these things? Is it? Is it that we are like, you know, the adverts and the the subconscious because I when I was 19 I went to live in Romania for six months and basically it was post-communist and um Romania was a communist country for a long time so people basically had nothing um and but then they had this palace of the people that was full of gold it had like a gold toilet seat um, but people had nothing and then it was post-communist when I went there but still people didn't have much. There was no social services. There was old people on the streets that were like begging. There was young kids on the streets. Um, and it was like, things didn't matter as much there. Like, and I was there for six months. And when I got back, I was like, I don't need stuff yeah. anymore. Like I didn't even have a kettle. I used to boil my water in a pan and it was fine. I used to hand wash our stuff. I was fine. Mm. And I got back and I was like, I don't need stuff within I would say two weeks, I was looking for a new car, I was buying new clothes. It's like, it's almost like our environment. Oh, totally, of course. To- I-, I had a similar thing when I went traveling um, for my, like my gap year. At uni. Gap year. Yeah, gap year. <laughs> yeah, darling. Yeah, yeah. Um, I came back and I was like that. But again, it didn't last very long. Yeah. I remember thinking, you know, I just, yeah, I can just... just don't need anything. Just need a backpack and yeah. passport and the life's my yeah. oyster. Yeah, and I could just go and hang out with Hugo and everything. <laughs> and where, where did we go? Where was that bloody place? Bondi Beach. <laughs> Coast me or Coast Yeah, Coast me, and we can all read that Do book. Do a moon party and get off our tits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh it sounds good it was <laughs> it was really good um but like we're laughing and joking about it but we're all part of this consumerism and charlotte oh, and yeah. I, I like i'm not saying that i'm yeah. not because i before, totally am before this episode we had a chat about it and we're saying we are so part of it and we we, we are part of the problem we are part of the problem and we're more and i think because what we're doing to the planet is becoming more and more apparent mm. And or like we were talking about it, weren't we, the other day? And like, you know, back in the day, if you broke your kettle, you went and got your kettle fixed. Whereas now you chuck your kettle and go and get another one. And my mom, I was talking to my mum about that and she was like, she tried to get her toaster oh, yeah, you fixed and you can't There's get nobody it. nobody that does them. Nobody does it anymore. And it's so like, everything's so throwaway. Like when I was little, my grandma used to sew patches on my granddad's jackets. 
you know, because where they'd wear away at the elbow, she used to darn socks. Mm. Oh, no. But people just, if you've got a hole in your sock, you just bin them, don't you? How now? often now do you see a couple of the only one I know? There's one still in Wimslow, which is where. Oh, yeah, Timpsons. Oh, yeah, but that's part of a chain line. I'm talking like an independent. Oh, an independent. You know, yeah. I used to always take my boots when yeah. I was little and get them rehealed. Yeah. Always. But now I, you wouldn't. People no. go and sheen and order a pair for. Fourteen ninety nine or whatever, and or even even if you're not doing Sheen, because we were talking about this, weren't we? Like we wouldn't buy from Sheen. It's not it doesn't interest us, and we don't believe believe in the ethics. But we might buy from Mint Velvet, which is a nice brand that they sell in John Lewis or Whistles or something like that. Bowden, but do we know that they're definitely? Well, no, we don't know the supply chain of where it's coming from. Like, I try. I think I kid myself a little bit sometimes because I'm like, and you call me out on it because I'd be like oh well I don't buy fast fashion yeah but you've always got something new so and you're always getting rid of stuff I'm getting I do I do I've always got stuff she's declutters and gets a new thing and I do as well like uh, hands up we buy but I wouldn't buy from Primark or Timu or all those but is it any better no but then I go and buy I love the brands that I really like which are more premium but then it's fast fashion, but in a more premium way, isn't it? Well, it's still fast fashion. Mm-hmm. No, nobody says fast fashion is about the amount you spend on it. It's how quick you're wearing it and how, yeah. you know, like how often do you get a piece that you wear for a lifetime? Mm, I have got some pieces. Yeah. A lot of my template, like, because that's yeah. really expensive. Like all my, like, I think, yeah. But, but you've not, but I mean like day-to-day well, stuff. I'm privileged because I've got the more disposable income to yeah. buy that kind of stuff. People... Yeah. People are buying the, the cheapest of because that's the that's what's available. Like that's yeah, what exactly. there's in their price. How you much know. money they've got? Yeah, it, it's not because they're not thinking about the planet. It's their reality. Like, I suppose if somebody's buying cheaper stuff and keeps wearing it, that's okay as well. Yeah, but you it's, can't because it falls apart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Doesn't that's it? The point. Yeah, it's not designed to be washed and washed and washed and washed and washed. It's no. not going to wash and wash and wash. No. Yeah, it's gonna fall apart. Yeah. simple as you know like I've got I like really nice pajamas and things like that and I, I buy from this company called Hanro and it's really expensive but I could have a really lovely pair of pajamas in there for like two or three years and it'll wash and wash and wash yeah. I have bought cheaper and a couple of washes in and they're like half mast on my legs yeah. like a crop top really uncomfortable feel horrible and I'm like well yeah. I'd rather spend a lot more and get nice and get nice. It's like I only buy really expensive bras. One, I've got really big boobs, so I have to, um, and I need all the support I can get. But also, I, I want to like have something that I can wash and and keep wearing. Look after yeah. it. But like, but we are so sucked in, and Charlotte and I are so guilty of this. Like, if we've got an event or something, we want to get something. Oh, I'm new. the worst. Yeah, um, I'm a bugger for it. Well, you always say. If I get something new, I'll feel more confident yeah. or I'll feel better or whatever. And how ridiculous though that I think that's when really it should be. It's like when you've got dates, isn't it? And I remember like when I used to be dating. A yeah, long dating's time ago expensive because you do want new things. Because it makes you feel better. Yeah. But like, how? Why are we conditioned? I know that we need something new to feel. And better? also that the person you're going on the date with is going to be like, oh my god, she's the girl of my dreams because I she's wearing that really this lo- seasons this seasons <laughs> all saints yeah jumper. <laughs> Most coveted. I saw that in Vogue. Yeah, she is the one for me. I mean, like, that... As if. You want them to like you because he's like, God, she's got really lovely values and she's a really nice person and... And you can look stylish, but you don't need to have something brand new on. You know, like, if that's what he's going for, then he's really shallow. And also, 
actually men would not even most men wouldn't notice you know yeah it's well it doesn't matter but we think it matters don't we and we get so caught up in it like you know you really want a house and you get it and then you start looking at the next level of house you really want a car you know I remember really really wanted a Range Rover and I've got one now and I love it but I don't feel like I don't feel like it fills a void in my life. It didn't answer all your problems, did it? No, I've got a nice car. It's actually currently full of mud because we went um, pumpkin picking yesterday. And, you know, it needs a good clean. It's not something that, you know, that's changing my life. It's And that's, <clears throat> we think it will, though, don't we? Kid ourselves. What do you think changes your life? Or what do you think is the key to that happiness, though, and fulfilment? I think being present mm. in the moment. And, and get, don't get me wrong, I've not got this down at all. But I know that I'm being present and being grateful. I think so often being we've got present, our head. Definitely. Yeah, we've got our head in the future, haven't we? We've got our head about what's next, what we want next. And it's actually just if we just stop for a moment and notice the green grass. I'm saying that because I'm looking at it now, or the beautiful trees, or the fact that we're in a warm place. Um, not the country, but our office is warm at the moment. You know, like these little things or that we're healthy, we're breathing. And you can't live your day like that. You'd never get anything done because you've been so present. But I think everything in the moment is usually okay. Mm. And we're so like stuck in the future. And some people are stuck in the past. I'm not really stuck in the past. I'm not a stuck in the past person, but I know some people are. I think I can be a bit rose-tinted spectacles about things, for sure. I can be like, oh, wasn't it great? But actually, yeah. if you took me back to that place, it probably wasn't yeah, as great as, as I think, thought. Yeah. And I think, you know, the more we can be present, the more we can appreciate the little things like having a hot cup of coffee and really enjoying that cup of coffee, mm -hmm. the taste of it, the smell of it. But you've drank it before you even... And, and then you want another one. And you want another one. I can be drinking my coffee and thinking... I'm going to make another one straight away, like, especially yeah. that first coffee of the day. This morning, though, I've been trying to be more present. And this morning, Harry wanted me to watch Ghostbusters with him. And I was like, oh, I've got to empty the dishwasher. I've got to refill the washing machine. I've got to do this, got to do that. You know, that was like a million. And then I just thought, he's not going to be six forever. Yeah. He's going to want to watch Ghostbusters with me forever and cuddle under a blanket. It's half term. Yeah. Oh, the dishwasher can wait. Definitely. There's a poem called Dust If You Must. Have you seen it? No. And it's like, um, I'll find it and I'll put it in the show notes, but it's something like Dust If You Must. But, and it's basically about being present and yeah. actually there's other things that will bring you joy. Yeah, the house might be tidy, mm. but, and uh, for me... And I can that, do that when he's gone to bed. Exactly. Like, I can do all those things and, you know, it's such a short amount of time that your kids are little... I that I try really, 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 really hard to be present. Yeah. I don't, and like you, I haven't got it down because sometimes I'm like, let me just send this message. Let me just do this. Let me just, you know, I'm not. But I have moments where I go, what's more important? Yeah. What is more important? And, and, and like, we don't know the answer, but what we're learning, and I think we've always been big on the chase. And I think when we started the Money Mavens, we were both in chase mode, weren't mm. we? And we were like, you know, and we've still got a big vision for the business. and But I think we're quite aware that the answer isn't in the chase, is it? It's not about having it all. Well, yeah. And like, do you want it all? So what like, is it all? Well, what yeah. is it all? Well, I know. Well, it's always different to other people. I was sat next to a girl, one of these networking things the other the day. And look, you know, we're having a really nice conversation. This was what we were talking about. 
And should I just feel like on paper or to the outside world, I've got it all. But actually what they don't see is I'm rushing to get to work from the nursery run. She's got a little mm. one that's still in the nursery. So that's all rushed and stressed. Mm. Then she's rushing to get to work to be the best that she can in her career because she's frightened that someone else is going to be better than her. And mm. so then she's stressed all day. Then she's thinking, I've got to rush home because I've got to then be the perfect wife and make the tea and do my homework and, and go to Pilates and walk the dog and do a million other things and probably Instagram it all because that's what you do yeah and she was like i thought she said i thought to myself is this what's having it all i don't know if i want it yeah you know i why it's not having it all is it because what she hasn't got is space and peace time. of mind and time and yeah. you know like i think and then you're stressed and yeah. you can't sleep and yeah i wish it was so easy wasn't it like to kind of know what to do i think sometimes like there's i know i have a hunger within me to do more, be more. And I think a lot of us have that. Most people have that. I think everyone listening to this will have it because you're an entrepreneur and you don't start a business unless you have that hunger. Mm. Um, but then sometimes I feel like, what am I chasing here? You know? I read a thing. I only started... I've not finished the article. I need to finish it. And it was about, like, finding your purpose. It was on LinkedIn, actually. And I just... Something, you know, they, they put the little headline to hook you in and it hooked me mm. in. And it was about, like... Um, why finding your purpose can feel like the end. And that's and that's what, like, hooked me in. And it was saying, and I'm not finished yet, it was like, sometimes we always want to know what our purpose is, but the, the person who wrote it was like, what if you find your purpose and then it feels like there's nothing else after that? Mm. You know, like, oh, I found my purpose in life. But so you almost stop chasing it. Whereas I see it as the other way. If I knew exactly what my purpose was... I feel content. I think sometimes I'm chasing it because yeah. I'm like, I'm not sure I'm fully in my life's purpose. But then I think you can go your whole life and not know what your life's purpose is. Yeah, definitely. I need to finish that article because it actually was quite interesting, the different views of looking at it. But I always think that if you do something with purpose, you are more present and you are more in it than if you're just chasing what you think then is going to be the answer to x y and z i think and the other thing is as well purpose people feel like what is my purpose i think like it can feel a bit like i know for me i've and honestly here i've never felt like a clear 100 percent. that's my purpose no i have never felt like that <laughs> apart from i don't think i um i 100 percent love being a mum but that's not all I've ever wanted. I've I've never felt that like I never want to work and I just want to have loads. And sometimes I wish I had had that because mm. it's nice. You see those people that yeah. Because we both know people that the purpose is almost to be a wife and a mum. Yeah. And it almost feels like it's kind of well, it's not easy. It's definitely not easy to just be. And I'm gonna say when I say oh, just, that's so a horrible hard. thing to say. I don't mean just at all. It's a hard it job. It's a really hard job. It's a hard job. But if that's what you love, yeah, then it's almost like you know what to do kind of thing. But I suppose they then, in later on in life, will have be having this similar conversation themselves because once your kids fly the nest... Get empty nest syndrome, don't they? What, you know, when your kids are at uni and they don't mm. need you as much, then what? Yeah. Then maybe then you struggle to think what's your purpose. Yeah. And I think your purpose can change, you know, like... 
I remember when I started my business and one, you know, I did like a business course and they're like, what's your purpose for your business? And, you know, on, in all honesty, at that point, my purpose in my business was, you know, Otis, my eldest, was really struggling in school. He's got autism. He was really struggling in school and I wanted to be able to be home for him more. Mm. And I wanted to make it so that my work fit in with my life instead of my life fitting into my work. Um, and that was a big part of it. And also I wanted to be, you know, I wanted to work for myself. I thought oh, I was exciting. But it wasn't like, oh, I had a purpose that I wanted to change lives at that point. Mm. I was wanting to change my own goddamn life. Which is okay. Yeah, it's <laughs> okay. Like it. yeah. It's okay. You don't have to. And then over time, yeah. that's shifted more to like, I want to make a difference. I want to leave a legacy. I want to... But it still doesn't feel set in stone. Well, it's fluid. Like when we first started with the money mavens, it was always like we wanted to help women make money. They could like change their lifestyle and everything. I think as we've done it, it's become more apparent that actually we want to change their confidence and mindset. Definitely, yeah. That's made us lit us up more. Definitely. Yeah, we... And we, lifestyle comes... We like what's having the... luxury and lifestyle and all those fun things that come with the business. But also, we get, I think, the most excitement and the most fulfilment when somebody says, I've never felt so confident. I've never felt so good. I've never felt... I'm sleeping better, my relationship's better, I feel better in myself. That feels really good, doesn't definitely, it? Definitely, yeah, definitely. And it's also the nice when they treat themselves and they've not been treating themselves. Absolutely. Um, One of our clients had a hair done, she not treated herself. It made such a difference, oh, didn't it? Transformed her confidence. She looked gorgeous. She's and there. She looked amazing. She yeah. got the best hair. Like hair. Every time we went on Zoom, I was like, your hair's amazing. But it really, you know, because that's self-care, isn't it? It's self-love. Yeah, it is, definitely. But I think, like, if you don't know what your purpose is, like, that's, that's kind okay. of okay. Because join the club, love. Yeah. No <laughs> Mind one, shifts and changes. No one's got it all fixed. Anyone that says they've got it fixed, well, if they do, have, have great. Do Tell a, me how you did it. Do a runner, <laughs> if they say they've got it all But fixed. I don't think anyone's... No, no it's, one's got um, it it's, um, I've been having a real craving lately to just, like, simplify my oh, life. Oh, I am totally on that simplified train. You know, like... Honestly, there's moments lately when I've thought, I wish the internet wasn't a thing. Oh, I wish it. Yeah, and like, obviously, we wouldn't have a business without the internet. We wouldn't be uploading this podcast without the internet. Like, I get the internet is amazing, but it's also... I, I honestly... It's so If so I much could choose, I would go back to when it was more simple and we didn't have the internet. Really? Yeah. One million percent. And it's things like, and it makes me really sad, is like shopping the shops local shops or... oh, we met a wonderful lady the other day and she owns the last independently owned art shop in sheffield yeah. told my mum yesterday my mum's very pro like independent businesses and all that and she said isn't that sad it's really sad really really sad really sad that there's just one left one in the whole of sheffield yeah i can't think of any around here though i can't think I honestly think in the next 10 years... Well, there was one in Bramall with a shut, wasn't it? It wasn't fully stationary, but it did that shut. Yeah, it'll... Yeah. it'll years ago, like now. But, like, but you I know, can do you remember, remember when you were like a teenager and you went into yeah. town and you had your pocket money and you went into the stationary shop and I... spent all your money on stationary? There was a shop. Anyone that's listened to this, it's from the Cheshire area. There used to be a shop in Wimbledon called The Flying Machine. Oh, my God. It was stationary lovers' paradise. There was one near me called Worrell's. Oh. Oh, we loved it. Yeah, I we loved it. I loved it. the flying machine. It's and it was all woman. pretty little things yeah, and rubbers. you buy rubbers and pencils and sharpeners and notebooks. And I suppose there was a lot more like, and I think, you that know. All that, all the independence will be gone. 
cash the internet's amazing gone, but it's also sucked a lot of the life out of us it's sucked a lot of presents out of us it's horrible and i think it's like made you know like kids now don't go out the same they'll like be online doing stuff like i'm I put my hands up. I shop mainly online because I'm a, I'm a convenience kind of person, but it annoys me because I feel like, you know, I feel like it's not right. But also I always, I'm, you know, I'm, I've got a lot going on and I, 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 convenience really helps. Yeah, but, I don't shop online at all. I very rarely do. And then I send everything back. I've decided I am not going to buy anything online anymore. Yeah. Because everything I buy, I take back. Yeah. I don't like See, I end up not taking it back and then not use. Do you know what I mean? Like, because again, I'm convenience. It's like an effort to take things back. I rarely send things back. And every time you send something back, it's the part environment. Of the problem. Yeah. Like you know, it's it's exactly in the environment. Yeah. I, I, and I th- I feel like it's at some point it's going to implode all this. Like how. I know we're getting a bit deep now, but you know, like I don't know if anyone else is feeling like they just want to simplify at the moment. And I am fully hooked, as most of us are, on the internet because we are programmed to be hooked on oh, it. Oh, it's built for that. It's, it's built for that. Make like, it addictive. It's, it's addictive. built to be addictive. We were looking for these little hits of dopamine every time we check our emails, every time we check our Instagram. You know, like, it's built for us to keep going on it. It's horrible. Yesterday, I had a day of sorting my house out and I put my phone in the drawer so I would just focus on the house. And honestly, last night I felt, one, I felt good because I've been moving my body all day, which, I, and I went to the gym in the morning as well. But also I felt good because I hadn't looked yeah. at social media all day. I only hadn't on because I had to update our social media. Yeah. I think like I've, I've fallen out of love with social media in that I don't, um, I don't even want it, like I don't want to do it for my personal use anymore. You know, I used to be quite fun to put family photos on or whatever. Like, I just don't want to do that anymore because, but we have to have it for business. It's an important part of business. Well, it's marketing. It's yeah. part of our marketing. Of our but business. it's also, I think a lot of people are falling out of love with it, aren't they? It feels I don't like... think people use, I don't think, there was a time when, when social media really helped to market your business. I don't think, I think for some businesses it still is really important, but I think for a lot of businesses it isn't as important now. Yeah. And I think that, it will get less and less, but then, but then how? Something else will have to come out. Yeah, and like you know, like you know, back in the day, Charlotte would advertise in magazines, which you just people just don't do anymore. Loved do they? those days. Yeah, so easy. A lot more expensive yeah. though. Yeah, expensive. Yeah, it was so expensive. You know, compared to social media and even TV ads. You know, because people only had four that four too. channels at Did one that point. Too. Did you? Yeah. So you could do regional. Well, you still can, but I remember we used to, so my grandparents used to advertise, uh, we had a shop called Bride Be Lovely, um, and that was on all the regional channels. Oh, really? So, yeah. Yeah. Little, like, really, really, ITV. really, like, basic Yeah. <laughs> but that must have cost loads, and like... Yeah, and then we were on wedding TV as well. But they wouldn't have the same impact now, because people don't, people watch things on Netflix, yeah, they yeah. don't watch, like... You know, you and watch on play on catch ups, you speed through all the back then as well, there wasn't loads of bridal shops. So if he we advertised on like between the ITV local what's it what's the local news called? But ITN. ITN news, like, yeah, yeah, whatever. If you put an advert on, there was only a few places that could go. That's why, you know, yeah. it's totally different. Sense, yeah. Totally different. There's gonna be something new, isn't there? And I think like I suppose at the moment, like you can be ambitious, 
without worrying about having it all. It's almost exhausting wanting and to have it all. having it all without it impacting your mental health. Yeah. I, I kind of... Something Rosie actually said, you know, we a couple of episodes we had our friend on, Rosie, she owns a really successful company called Wild Child Events. And she was saying that, like, her, if, if she doesn't put her mental health first, then nothing else yeah, is important. Matters, yeah. And she can't actually be a, be a good parent, be a good wife, be a good business owner, put on good events, blah, blah, blah. And I thought, yeah... Mental health has to come first. Yeah, because I emotional health. I struggle with my mental health, and if I'm not in a good place, I can't be good at all the other things. Nothing else matters. Yeah, does it? Yeah, and like even if you if you don't feel like you struggle with your mental health, just your emotional health Mm. is important, isn't it? Well, I think a lot of times when people are like striving to have it all, it's because they're looking at what everyone else has got, and therefore their self esteem is affected because they're like, well, I'm not as successful as them because I haven't got X, Y, and Z, so therefore I'm shit at what I do. Like, I'm obviously not a good business owner, but actually, it's not real anyway. Yeah. You know, it isn't, isn't real. Like, um, everybody kind of wants to be the same, which, is, again, is really sad as well, especially, like, the younger generation. It's like, I've got to have... I know I'm going to say a Range Rover then, but like, I know you've got a Range Rover. You know, like, you see them like, got to have a Range Rover. Yeah. Got to have a grey lounge. Did you see that thing that Soph put on? But got to have a Frenchie. Yeah, well, called Luna. Luna. <laughs> but you know, like... And Our if friend ha- put a post on it, which was hilarious, but, and it was like, but people are striving yeah. for the same thing. Turkey teeth. Turkey teeth. Um, You know, like, this, like, what they think makes successful or what other people yeah. look to as successful. And it's like... You lose your individuality as well. Yeah. Like, maybe you don't want all those things, and that's okay. It's also hard to know what you do want when we're kind of so programmed to desire what the mass wants, mm. you know. But it's always been the way. Oh, of course it has. It's just that now it's more... Our grandparents were doing it. They yeah, were keeping up with the Joneses. Of course. Um, God, my nana was a bugger for it. Yeah, mine was as well. You know, like, she always... My grandpa always used to say to her, you'll never be happy, like, but because she always wanted the next, next thing. She still does it now. My nan is in her 90s and she still will do things because she wants to look good to her (laughs) neighbours. Oh, what will the neighbours say? Like, you know. Do you know, I was saying, uh, I, I remember reading something once and it was about care homes and it said the saddest thing that they'd ever seen was like an 85-year-old woman saying no to dessert because she wanted to watch her weight. And it's like, God, God. if you're still in your 80s worrying about a piece of cake... That'll never be us, you, Josie. (laughs) That'll never be us. They'll be like, put that down, Josie. (laughs) You've had 20 pieces of cake today. It definitely won't be us. But I think, I I suppose we've just been a bit reflective today, aren't we? And like, I think as well, just to kind of like want you to know and and to to kind of be like you're doing great yeah you're amazing you're doing great yeah you might not be where you think you should be but you're doing great look at all the big brave things that you've done yeah and look how far you've come and what you've learned and the people that you've helped yeah there's so much good stuff stop focusing on what you haven't got yet and it doesn't make you successful or a better person if you've got all this stuff. Maybe just the way you make someone feel is success. Yeah. Now, if someone says to us, I 
feel like this because of you, that makes us feel like that's an amazing feeling. It is, yeah. It, it's a really, 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 really... I met two Charlotte Barbier brides last week at... Back to back within 24 hours. Yeah. So for those who know, you know, I used to be a wedding dress designer. For those who don't know, that's what I used to do in a formal life. And I still get people that come up to me and tell me that, but it's, it's never in that... Close that, together. Close together. And I did two events back to back and both times in the room with Charlotte Barbier brides, which was amazing. And they both said to me, you made me feel the best I'd ever felt. And it made me want to do wedding dresses again. I know, I know. She put a post on Instagram. I, I was did. like, is this a sign? Should I be designing wedding it's dresses not, again? Because I won't do it again. Well, you know, you know, somebody might want you to just do a range for their brand. Well, yeah, I'll never rule it out. But if anyone's listening here with a brand, you might want a Charlotte Balbier range. I do, I do a one-off, definitely. But it's not something I think I'm going to do in you know at the moment. But in that moment, because it, it brought all those feelings back, and I thought, God. How amazing, you know. know. And, and still, all these years later, you still, still they still remember how great they felt. Still for them, you know, so that, remembering that it's about how we make people feel in life rather than all those materialistic things. Yeah. However, we're still consumers. We're still going to want nice things. You sent me a dress before and I keep thinking about it. <laughs> I know, it would look gorgeous. It was, it was lovely. And we're was... terrible because we like screenshot stuff. That we Egg know each other on. the other person would like. I saw a dress this morning. I was like, on never fully dressed website, and I saw a dress. I was like, oh, that is so Charlotte. It is so gorgeous. I screenshot it and sent it to her. I'd already seen it. I was like, oh, the Riri dress. Yeah, I love that dress. Yeah. <laughs> it's very you, isn't it? Yeah, and also like it is also nice to have nice things. Mm. I was saying to my mum yesterday. I was getting all like. I don't know, we're in a really reflective mood at the moment. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm wanting and I'm going to get myself um, one of those beautiful pink storage larders that you have in your... Oh, yes. I mean... And it, yeah, and it's stunning and it's something I've wanted for ages. And then I said to my mum, I just feel like a bit shallow for wanting that when there's all this stuff going on in the world. And I just was like... Do I really need it? Mm. I don't need it, but I want it. There's a difference. I don't need it, but I want it. And, yeah, and I just was really struggling yesterday. And then I was like, but then I work and I, you know, I can afford to have it. I do good things with my my time and my money as well. So, therefore... The thing is, you could do that with everything, couldn't you? you Absolutely, could do, like, everything. And it's difficult because I know you can think, well, I could donate that money. Yeah. But then you could say that about everything that yeah. wasn't a necessity, that wasn't roof Well, I've done shelter. that this month. I bought a really lovely outfit from Nobody's Child and I realised I didn't need it. I took it back, I got a refund and I gave the money to, to charity. Yeah. Because I was just like, I don't need that, but somebody else, and I, I've done it. But equally as well, like you've got to have... It's okay as well. ...to want yeah. things and I have to let myself off. And I was just really struggling with yesterday and I was like, well, I've been thinking about having this larder for about five years now, so I am going to have it. Yeah. But instead of buying it from... You found me, actually. One on an independent, Etsy, yeah, and I'm going to commission somebody to make it. And then it and feels... Then that's that's nice. Well, yeah. And it's handmade and beautiful. Yeah, and, and I'll keep it forever and... Yeah. And I like the fact that I'll know the person that's making it rather than... Yeah. I think it's just being maybe a bit more, more mindful yeah. about where you're spending your money. Mm. And why you're wanting things. If you're feeling mm. like you can't get your head 
off thinking about something. And then it's like, I suppose, accepting it's not going to change your life. It'll be nice to have, mm. but it'll change your life for 10 seconds and then it'll be the next thing. Mm. Like consumer, like things never transform your life. No. You know, they, they, they give oh, you moments of deep, happiness. This is a deep, heavy episode. I need to go and lie down after this. No. <laughs> but, you know... We've got a Toblerone on our desk. I'll definitely be eating a piece of Toblerone, Toblerone to help me. You know, we're always talking about, like, <laughs> perfect bodies and everything. We sat here with, like, king-size Toblerone on the desk. <laughs> no, but... Podcast recording day, so we need sugar to get through. Anyway, we are the Money Mavens. As we said, if you want to come to our event, grab your ticket in the show notes. There'll be a lot of talk around... All of this kind of stuff, and it's going to be good. It's going to be. Don't go, get wrong. We're not going to like what you need to give up on your dreams and your absolutely vision for your business. not. <laughs> and we'll definitely be giving you table around and all that kind of stuff. I think it's just about being a bit more mindful and yeah, and just being aware that like sometimes what we're chasing isn't what we actually want. Yeah, we're the Money Mavens. See you next time. Thank you for joining the Money Mavens podcast today with myself, Josie May, and my fellow host Charlotte Balbier. We're holding regular giveaways with luxury prizes for those that leave us a review. So if you've loved this episode, please go and give us five stars. We really appreciate your support. For more exciting content and inspiration in unlocking your up level, head over to our Instagram and follow the underscore money underscore mavens. The link is in our show notes. Congratulations. You are now officially a money maven. Welcome to the club. We can't wait to celebrate your success with you. See you on the next episode.